0: welcome back to another episode of going through the motions with me cal and me alex how's it going guys you sound a bit yeah i'm fine a bit. i'm fine you're oh, fine it's been a week it's just been yeah a week. i've got such a... the podcasting equivalent of uh of a farm animal with a migraine yep. <laughs> Is that yeah what I, feel
1: like? I mean it's the podcasting equivalent but we are actually called going through the motions
0: oh yeah okay, well. okay, okay yeah, yeah, you yeah Missed fine. that bit I missed it. Oh man, what a what a what a bloomin' week it's been. A week of a week of work, a week of bad weather. The end of January, we're out, we've escaped, but what did we escape from? Nothing. What, was, it, was it was it worth fighting for? Was it worth <laughs> in the words I real speed that- wagon? I've forgotten what I've started fighting for.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think I think to be fair, Januarys are usually pretty shit, aren't they?
0: Yeah, I mean they they're not usually this bleak. I mean, well, so last not, January, but... But last January we had a really nice time. Maddie's brother came over to London. It was just starting his, his year abroad, and so that was a nice bit of we had the Six Nations was a little bit earlier that oh, year yeah. around. Burns Night, we had a nice Burns Night. Oh, it was just like you've got all these little hidden gems. Oh, uh, see, I was there. I was there for a lot of that, and you've just reminded me that that was a whole year ago and It was a and, whole year ago, yeah. And
1: yet again, this is a thought I have almost daily. Where is the time gone?
0: Where yeah, it's crazy. The,
1: where is the last year gone?
0: Where's the last year gone? But also at the same time, January has also lasted seven months. It's 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 a weird it's a weird world we're living in, mate. Of time. Yeah and uh, and and relative dimensions and speaking of which we've got a cracker of a sci-fi thriller this week to talk about have on you been, the show you've
1: been hanging out with the doctor again <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah, exactly but 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 it's this week's episode is a thrill ride from start to finish and it takes into account many there's a lot of explosions Uh, a lot of gunfire and I genuinely some really deep and meaningful look at him cross his arms (laughs) look at the state of this guy if if you thought I like how you knew
1: that I crossed my arms, even though my arms aren't, actu- aren't actually in the frame.
0: I can see you cross your arms in your face. You've got a face that's crossed arms. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> no, I was actually going to join in on your, on your charade by joking about if you thought Michael Bay's Armageddon had too many explosions, <laughs> you've got nothing on this movie. I was about to join in, but now you, you decided to show my done, hand. Have, you have decided done... to show
0: my hand. Oh no, we didn't. Well, I was going to say, did we go from Armageddon to Sense and Sensibility? But oh, Sense and Sensibility this week. Yeah. Have we done Armageddon to Sense and Sensibility in such a short space of time? But I don't think we did. No, obviously, was, did Wonder was, Woman last. week.
1: That was week. two weeks ago, wasn't
0: it? Was it? Two? It was two weeks ago. Fantastic. But uh, January. But ja, exactly, January. But um, we've got quite a lot of stuff to cover this week. We've got a lot of great news, a lot of really interesting topics of uh, debate, which I'm sure we'll get onto. And yep, yep, yep. so, without further ado, I think it's enough time for us to tell you that we. As in, the chap, the chap that I'm looking at right now over Zoom <laughs> smiling back at me with several crossed arms. All nine of those arms are crossed. Um, we are a music and movies podcast, and each week we will take you on a long meandering walk through the Devonshire countryside, and we will discuss with you uh, our thoughts of dowries and our thoughts of marriages and our thoughts of, oh, I, I, I believe it was good weather last thursday which mm-hmm. which when we when we took the cart out with papa i um and, and actually and just to, to no, reiterate remember oh the barouche, the barouche. Okay. <laughs> and, and one do- of the main characters has his own barouche <laughs> i don't even know what that is what one's that yeah it's like a fancy carriage mate is that the yellow one is that the is that the, is that the yellow one it's there's like the a, speed car there, of carriages there, there, no that's not that that's
1: not a barouche because uh. Uh, because the barouche is something you take around, take about time and town and it's luxury it's the bentley basically okay oh, okay the, the, okay. the, the, the barouche is the bentley it's the thing oh. that the queen gets coronated in, you know that that ah,
0: kind of, that kind of that interesting okay fair enough but the Just to double down on something, we recognise obviously that you cannot be going out on your usual commutes. You can't be taking the train or the barouche as it probably were for your commutes because we don't have such a fancy commute as you do, I'm sure, ladies and gentlemen. And so we actively encourage you to take us with you on your walk take us with you as you wander through the devonshire countryside or wherever it is that you're, you're near yeah sort of we, we are we are we
1: are now targeting exclusively to devonshire residents we put it <laughs> exactly. we put it out on the ads we said we only <laughs> exactly. want to target
0: uh, society in devonshire but do please take us with you on your walks, and if you and if you would like us to talk about something that you would be more interested in uh, reviewing whilst you're out on a walk, please do write in with your favourite movie and music suggestions to motionspod at gmail.com. Do it now. That was, that was I'm a hand, meme. That was a, <laughs> Do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna hand it over to you, mate, because you're you're very much taking the taking the reins of the is it the barouche oh, barouche. Baruch, you're very much taking the reins this week. Um, Absolutely. For a couple of reasons: one, I've got a sore head, and two, um... two, you
1: hated it. <laughs> can we can we not beat around the bush on this? You you resented that you had to watch this, and you didn't come out the other side any better for it. Can we just, right. can, yeah, can we just, like, put you know, that on we can top. say that. We can we say, say that.
0: that. <laughs> but but, ge- but genuinely, and I, res- I don't want people to think, oh, he resents it and didn't drag it. His- I really tried. I really, really tried with this one. It was on the TV. Phone was in the other room. Notepad was out. Looking through it. And and we'll get to we'll get to where we go we'll to with to that one but i'm go gonna to. i'm gonna let you take the take the <laughs> my re-
1: goodness so as as said up top we're this week we are doing sense and sensibility the 1995 film by ang lee which is quite interesting isn't it because ang lee's got, a, mm. got quite a
0: varied filmography director Ang lee actually spent six months in england prior to filming in an effort to steep himself in english culture and acclimatise himself to the British sense of humor.
1: Yeah. To be fair, I think the way the way it's shot, it does look quite British. Like they don't they don't you know do up any of the colors or anything like there there's, oh, yeah, weather. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. weather in this movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, abs- absolutely. I was thinking that. And and I think the to give you context of why we're talking about this movie this week ladies and gentlemen. Um obviously uh, Bridgerton season 1 oh, yeah. of apparently eight apparently eight seasons has been commissioned for That's that. Madness. Mad, That's exactly. madness. That's but, madness.
1: But do you know what that almost spoiled it for me?
0: I don't oh, really? know if we're talking
1: about now, but like you know, I saw that there was eight episodes of this thing, and I was like, oh, okay, mm. this will be a you know jolly romp through bath late 18th early 19th century society and uh regency and all that all that
0: fun stuff and nice did you write the synopsis for Oh, genuinely that I really that sounds like this really just you know just just riding on bath and all this sort of stuff and no, um just
1: yeah no I, absolutely and I, and I thought yeah i'll enjoy these eight episodes and the first episode sort of captured me because i i really liked all the characters and their specific setups and plot and plot mm. lines. But
0: after that first episode it was absolute nonsense. Well I've only seen the first oh, episode and I didn't mind it that much. Well but, but to 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 put it back to the point you were saying about sense and sensibility that was, the colours were popping, oh, yeah. there was brights. there was shadows, and this, this was, and actually, when I think back, and I will try and salvage a lot of positives from it, because there was a couple of things that I'm like, I did like this, I did like that, and one of them was the the time period, the setting, and clearly the costume design was was incredible, and absolutely impeccable, and I think that goes to speak for things like the, the carriages and the houses and things like yeah. this, like you take that, they take the exact yeah. All move the cottage,
1: all the pianos that they play, they the piano, they're, they're exactly. All offen- yeah, they're all authentic Broadwood and Sons pianos of of that time. We've got quite a few mm. of them at the. I, I used to work part time in the Such in the, in the museum at the at the Royal Academy where I studied, and there's quite a lot of those era pianos up there. And I was allowed to like play them and demonstrate them to people oh, coming cool. into the. And it's it's really really interesting to see like the development of the piano. But obviously, there's not like a huge amount of those mm. era pianos left because, you know, most people, if they have a piano in their house now, it's like a one of these big black Steinway things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is yeah. Very, obviously very, very modern and they sound very, very different. So it's it's
0: nice to see all that on display. Mm, abs- no, abs- absolutely. Okay, so we also have a very, very famous composer uh, at, the, uh, at the helm working with Ang Lee. We have Patrick Doyle. Yeah. Now... What's your th- and, and obviously Patrick Doyle, most famously from my memory, or the last thing that I've seen, we saw live, we saw the Goblet of Fire, yeah, didn't we? Yeah, we
1: saw that, and also Thor. As Thor,
0: far as yes, his, absolutely.
1: Uh, MCU contributions, of which everyone's got to have at least one at this point. Um, yeah, everyone gets okay. Get, everyone gets one. John Williams doesn't have one, but you know, give it time. And um, yeah, no, it's Ant- Ant- Ant-Man three. Ant- Ant- <laughs> Ant- Ant-Man 3. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Ant- John okay. Williams does Ant-Man three. Love that. Absolutely love that. No, but again, Patrick Doyle, I think, took very similar inspirations that Ang Lee took, or rather he was directed that way by Ang Lee, by saying, you know, let's make the era and this society at the society at the heart of both the movie and the music. And, you know, mm. we, can get, we, can get, we can get more into it, but I think the music does a really good job of doing that. But I feel like we should talk about the movie as a whole, first of all. Go just for to... it, go for it. It's quite, it starts quite bleak, doesn't it? Yes, yeah. Dad's dying.
0: Yeah, he's on, the... he's on his deathbed. He's, uh, he's talking about the inheritance. Yeah. And where that Did should go. Did you notice
1: go. who played uh, the son?
0: No, I recognised the dad, but the son escaped me.
1: Yeah, James Fleet played the son, jo- John oh, okay. Dashwood, who in Four Rain Weddings and a Funeral was tom the insanely wealthy one you know the posh bumbling idiot uh, that yes he's yes, kind of yes, lovable yes. I did, and I, I, hugh grant asks him which by the way there's a lot of crossovers here it's kind of like bafta royalty casting this, this yes this movie, yeah yeah where he, he asks him are you tom are you the richest richest family in england and he goes oh no that Branson fellow is doing terribly well. Which <laughs> is a great, great line. But no, he plays John Dashwood, and I only bring it up because he's in Bridgerton as well. He's in oh, Brid- is he actually? Yeah, he plays, oh, oh which really? I, okay. You wouldn't have seen him if you've only seen the first episode. But he he plays the I'll be back Mad King George himself.
0: Oh, I see. That's fun. Which That's really is quite good.
1: fun. I, I, and I didn't. And I didn't realize that. Because I watched that episode where he pop, he pops. Is that op- "I'll
0: be back" or "You'll be back"? You'll be back. Because "I'll be what back" was say? obviously you said "I'll be back," oh. which was which was the Mad <laughs> King Arnie, yeah, of Austria. I'll <laughs> be back. <laughs> it would have been a very twist, yeah. yeah. But that that's 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 fun. But you're right. I mean, you you stumble onto the fact that the casting of this movie. Was something else that I was blown away by. I mean, they basically they kind of just went, um, "Who do we need for this film?" and and the casting director just went, "Yes." It, it, it's yeah. it's it's kind of just like and and it was even when and I knew, uh, I knew Hugh Grant obviously, and I knew Emma Thompson um, and I knew Kate Winslet, but I forgot. Or I didn't. I guess I just didn't know Hugh Laurie and uh, Alan Rickman. I mean, when Alan Rickman came on the screen, I'm like, "Oh, here we bloody go! Yeah, yeah, here, yeah, yeah. here he is!" Yeah. Like, so, uh, so yeah. The casting was absolutely, absolutely impeccable.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. And I feel like the, all the, the supporting cast as well, because I, because I think the supporting cast had quite minor credits. Like I don't necessarily recognize mm. wasn't you know your Sir John Middleton's and his mother, his mother-in-law. Who they're, they're, they're just hilarious just cackling away at, at their dinner parties you know f major you know that
0: joke that that hilarious oh, joke God. i tell you what that was the I funniest think... joke what i've ever this is this is
1: this is comedy in this movie and cam's just sitting there going is that funny i don't know if that's funny.
0: oh is, mean, is, is, is that a thing is, is that, that good is that, was that a funny one I wish he, I do. You know what? Right. I was thinking this. I wish you were with me watching this movie. I very we much would have...
1: don't wish that.
0: We would. Have... I very much
1: don't <laughs> wish that because yes, it might be better for you, but in no world is that fun for me. Not in any world is that fun for me.
0: not a chance you would would i can almost hear you with the mid mid movie rant pausing the screen really aggressively right are you going to enjoy this movie with me or not (laughs) when (laughs) have i ever done that you did
1: it you did it in two towers oh did i oh yeah i did didn't i (laughs)
0: It's without doubt one of my most favourite things about watching a movie with you is to try and push your buttons. This would have been wonderful. Yeah. This would have What been a good great. friend you are. What a good friend you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but but I think beyond the casting and beyond the the Regency setting and the I guess the bleakness. Yeah. I think and, and and I and I think then moving into the comedy is, as as the catalyst for this comedy. I thought this was the most boring movie I've ever watched in my life. Wow! I just I couldn't engage with any of it. And I and I and look, we you and I chatted about this the other night because we we were a little concerned. Yeah, we had, we a, kind of went well when you say we, you, you. <laughs> I was I was <laughs> you were a bit I was concerned. concerned. But I was concerned because, um, I'll be honest, I I didn't really engage with the film. I didn't really engage with the score um, or the characters. And I, and, I, and I think I had one of those moments where I went, I think it's me. But I do know that a lot of people feel the same way as I do. And a lot of people feel the same way as you. And so I've kind of come to the conclusion that this style of movie they are they are very much Marmite in the same way that kind of you get certain types of horror movie which are very much you either love them or you hate yep. them or, or certain Definitely. types of maybe like eighties No actions. doubt, no um,
1: doubt I mean, you're not going to, you know you, we, we might have opposing opinions on this on this particular movie this week but what you're not going to get is a conversation of me trying to turn you around and try to make mm. you like it because, well...
0: Well but in some ways I kind of I, in some ways I kind of want to I spoke with a friend about this and she she loves this movie and she described this as uh, a warm cup of tea and actually we we were chatting i think midweek and she said oh i I told her I was watching this for the podcast, and she said i'm gonna go i'm gonna go home and watch it now oh and I, I and love I, that no i <laughs> it angered me I'm like, don't watch that, you're buying into it No, I'm joking it was really sweet i I think she really enjoyed it, but the what what I said to her then was I don't like it. Can you can you tell me cuz I I actually do want to be convinced why this is a good movie. Like I'm not Well yeah, because you never want because... w- you never want to just you
1: just fall into the trappings of I of I course. don't like this because it's this genre and I don't
0: like this genre because that's not that's just no not of a course, critique. Of course. Of course not. And I and I made some points throughout this and I think it's probably worth getting getting into. So I I, I think the I think the overarching problem that I had with this movie was the comedy because you watch this and you say it's hilarious and you say it's really funny and I I mean, maybe not the whole film, obviously, but you say there's a lot of comedy in this, and we use the whole F as a F major as a, as, a, as a kind of example, and that's a very kind of like on the nose version. But you you talk quite a lot about how the the Jane Austen style of writing, her her tempo and her how she creates a sequence around contexts of rich people just are rich and they're and they're just there and they're just in the presence and they talk to each other and they do a lot of standing around yeah. and drinking tea. Yeah, and, stuff. and a
1: lot of it is and a lot of it is babbling nonsense that. No- nobody really right nobody nobody really cares about but it's always mm. delivered in a way of but that's just that's just their life that that, that, yeah. that that's that's just their life and that, yes the hand that everyone is dealt and that's just you know what you do is you know you host and you entertain and you know you talk about these subjects at dinner then you go and listen to this music and when you're sitting Mm. in the drawing room at this particular point of the day you're doing this particular thing it's just like game a twister this is this is life i mean to, to cut right to the end one of the one of the big one of the big big examples of this literally one of the last scenes of the movie when hugh grant comes to the cottage to Mm-hmm. Uh, meet emma thompson again they sure the, all the ladies are outside right
0: doing yes, their stuff yeah. oh i and see this doing their stuff and, and then they run they inside saw him coming yeah, yeah. they
1: ran inside and in a in very much a jesus is coming look busy J- look busy type, type, yeah, yeah, yeah. type yeah. thing because that's the what, what what they're expected to be doing in that social
0: situation I got, see. I got it right, and and I, and I got I got to be careful how I phrase this one, right? Because I want to make sure that I get <clears throat> get this point across. Because I I see that, like, there was times where I saw that, like, that was clearly intended for the comical effect of that's a woman's place, but I felt that there was a lot of the comedy in 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 my my inverted brackets. A lot of the comedy was littered throughout some really. Um, some real delivery of feelings, and 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 um, some real delivery of th- this is this is the emotions of me and my time, and then it's then it cuts into a kind of joke. There kind of is a joke halfway through it, and then someone says something rambling, and it's back in, and I. I, f- I kind of was angry almost because I felt I wasn't smart enough to pick up the cues almost of what was a joke and what wasn't a joke. And that's kind of why I, I just got quite angry a lot of the time in this movie. I'm like, I don't understand either what's going on or why that's funny. And then to kind of subtly put it under, and I, and I think it's probably worthwhile addressing this one, something that made me pretty uncomfortable was, the, was the, the setting overarching of the fact that we're talking about four women and the best thing in their life is to get married, and I recognise that that is the point of the time that was that was a woman's place in the time. But I still can't watch it and and kind of go. I I just hate that. I hate everything about it, and it, and it oozes me. And then particularly when that's a when fairly they... natural reaction.
1: I think I feel R- of I course, feel like of course, everyone of watching, everyone no matter what side of the I like this movie, I don't like this movie argument sits on. Everyone can agree. Mm.
0: Everyone can agree on that. But it, but it took, it's, it's, I mean, you look, again, maybe this is me, right? But this is, but it took any pleasure. I couldn't derive any pleasure from this movie because of that. And even to the points where they'll, they'll have a, they'll have a, 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 a male star, Hugh Grant or an Alan Ripman coming to the house and they'll see them riding in and the woman go fucking bananas. I mean, it's, it's, they go mental for it. And I'm just like, oh, I <laughs> just <laughs> I'm just like, I can't. And honestly, and I said this to you over the phone and I'll say it again, I so nearly turned this phone off and says, we're not doing it this week. At the particular scene where they all go to their individual rooms and they start crying and they're, they're, they're kind of they go, oh, I'm going to be sad about this thing and I'm going to be sad. And you and you said to me, well, yeah, but that's a joke. Like that's them having a joke at the fact that that's what yeah. these women do. But I'm like, but it's 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 so not that no, funny because th- it's kind of like that is what they feel. Though. That is what they feel.
1: But the point is, I think if it was just the women all going into their rooms and crying, that in itself wouldn't be as funny as i feel it is the reason i think it's the funny the way it is is because we have a conduit for that joke in that emma thompson's character has sure. sense yeah well she has
0: she has the, the She audience she reaction.
1: has sense she's level headed she's th- thinking thinking through things logically and she comes upstairs and she sees all the other members of her family go and cry and she just exasperated sits on the sits on the stair and sips her tea like we we yeah. we are her in that going oh, right yeah. okay <laughs> and that's funny i feel like that has caught co- that that
0: has comic beats and that has comic timing and, and i just i don't engage i mean like for another example so so they they'd been playing like when they were playing, when they were playing the pianos at breakfast, and the the mother who's obviously just lost out all the inheritance, and I think it's Kate Winslet's playing on the piano. And they've been, he goes, "Our mother's been crying since breakfast. She's been playing, you know, old styles of music all the night." And and I'm just like, "Oh God, like what's going on?" Like they're all just but, so but miserable, then, and she keeps but, playing but old chef on the piano. Then a, but then there's <laughs>
1: probably one of the first really funny moments in the movie where obviously eleanor comes in and goes can you play some can you can you play something else uh, my mom has been uh-huh. crying since breakfast which in, in itself is yeah. like oh christ that even that in <laughs> know, itself, I even that in yeah, itself yeah, is like quite yeah. eye-rolly funny i think that's the point like yeah. eye rolls can be funny that's the point. You can take yeah, the comedy just, out of the eye rolls. And then, you know, she goes away. Mary, Marianne turns her page in a defiant way and then just plays these huge minor chords. And then you hear and then you hear yeah. Eleanor from the other room going, I meant something less mournful, dearest. That that's really yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. That's really funny. And it perfectly sets up both of these central sisters characters because they are mm. sense and sensibility. So sense and sensibility mm, mm-hmm. is eleanor is, ah, is eleanor okay. and marianne and saying that i think i feel like i want to address what i feel is probably one of your biggest criticisms of the movie and that is the mm. setting and the society and all of those ideas that you've kind of just railed on for the last like x mm-hmm. number of minutes <laughs> and as i also yeah. said justifiably so i would challenge mm-hmm. that by saying that's not the story though The story is primarily these two sisters and how they grow as sisters and how they change. And actually, their Mm. character traits, sense and sensibility, have absolutely nothing to do with their society and their lot in life and all those things. That's just them as people and they Mm. could exist in any Mm. time frame and they would react somewhat similar as they do in movie marianne's a perfect example because she takes all of her romantic sensibilities as her as her mother puts it so therefore sensibility from you know juliet and guinevere and these shakespearean heroines right so, sure. Okay, you, know, you yeah. know that 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 Shakespearean, that's not Austin. That that Shakespearean mm. and she's like to die for love, you know, what could be more glorious? And that's so mm. over the top emotional which you wouldn't think would fit well in these times. You're like you'd think oh, calm down dear, you know, know your place and stuff like that. Don't be too mm-hmm. don't be too extroverted, but she's an incredibly extroverted character.
0: I know I think that's a I think that's a really fair point. And I and I think you when we chatted over the phone about this, we talked a little bit about Shakespeare and you you made a really great point and I'm going to ask you to kind of reiterate that point about you know what oh, if yeah, we didn't yeah. study Shakespeare and actually what if this was the first time that we came across it as an adult because I think that that you know it's 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 things like that that make me see what this movie is and and I and I do recognize I found this such a boring boring movie and I, and I know I will yeah. never watch this movie again um it didn't relate to me but I I'm I recognize that it's 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 partly or probably mostly down to me and no, and there's nothing that the film does like that's the thing there's nothing that this film does wrong yeah that's the the question i was gonna ask that that's the thing is looking
1: at the source material and you know i'll just say up front i've not actually read it how would this movie be better because thinking of the source material i'll put my hands up and i'll say i've Mm. not actually read much if any austin i think i picked up pride and prejudice and read like the first couple of chapters and not sure what happened after that but i didn't finish it It wasn't it wasn't due to lack of interest. I really did. I really did enjoy the reading and the language. But I'm curious.
0: What version of this movie works for you? So it was it's a good question. Right. And my gut answer is none of this really works for me. None of this at all. However, I did quite enjoy Little Women, the newest one. And I, I wasn't, I mean, like I've heard your thoughts on Bridgerton. I watched the first episode. I think nearly all the first episode, it was fine. But I, and I think they were a little bit more palatable. And I think, what did they have that this doesn't have? And ultimately, I think it comes down to the subtlety. I think the humor and the nuance littered throughout this movie, it was almost too subtle. It went undet- yeah. undetected for me. And I just I just found it intolerable for that reason. And I think that I think that a lot of the writing and a lot of the setting and, you know, like I'm not going to lie. I we for this show, we have a lot of content to get through. We obviously make sure that we're watching quite a lot of movies and TV shows so that we're kind of keeping you up to date with a lot of the news and, and, and the current shows and stuff. And part of me felt I only get a small bit of time in the evenings to watch, and I'm like, and I'm watching this, <laughs> and so that was playing on my mind. I actually split this over two viewings, which I sometimes uh, do quite I a mean, bit. I mean, that can't help. No, but I, no, I, I do that for quite a lot of movies. Um, I mean, I watched part one, which was Sense, and then I watched Sensibility <laughs> the second the next night. But I, I, to answer your question, I think, I think. The I think it was the subtleties of the comedy were too diminished in this movie, and I I unfortunately I I need a little bit more cues to to what is funny and why it's funny, and I I was a little bit overwhelmed by the 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 the, the, the strong female character just hasn't really matured in the mid nineties like that that wasn't something that on today's interpretation of this movie would have been taken forward. I think if you had the characters that Emma Thompson and Kate Winslet played, recast and done today, I think you would have seen a lot more narrative from their perspective and a lot more a lot more grit and go get him, whereas that just kind of wasn't there on the screen and you kind of well, are left I would, to...
1: I would challenge you on that as far as Emma Thompson's character is concerned because I think she shows a, a huge amount of self-control and and grit mm. and she she weathers a lot she weathers a lot there's one there's only real there's one scene where she breaks down mm. when they're in London where you know Marianne is basically saying where is your heart mm. and she basically just she goes oh, piss off yeah, she, she basically goes, just goes oh piss off I've been dealing with these secrets while you've been blubbering in your room yeah. feeling sorry for yourself yeah and I've had all of this information that just crushes every hope and dream mm-hmm. that I've harbored, which I didn't even dare myself to dream in the first place. By the way, mm. and I've had all of this telling me this: this can never happen. You're 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 not that, and you have to deal with it head on. And mm. she just wears it for everyone. She she doesn't talk about it to her family, her her sister, who's one of her closest allies, mm. really in this in this world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that's why she has that epic breakdown right at the end,
0: which uh, is an Oscar,
1: an Oscar worthy. Yeah. It, I, may, yeah. I, I I must say. And
0: yeah. I, I mean, Emma Thompson was very good. I think she, she very much for me carried this move. Uh, it, it's, it's often, in my opinion, often quite rare when the main character carries a movie. I think when, for me, it's always a case of, there's always a supporting character who's a scene stealing or the, a supporting actor, but she was, she was outstanding. Um, yeah. I thought she was very good. I've got some notes here for you. Oh, just go back on. back to this. Um, and I don't quite know where this one fits in. So I, I, I wrote down a quote and I had an observation. May I have your permission to ascertain if there are any breaks? Oh, yes. Wow. I mean, I, I just put, wow, a bit too forward, mate. Buy her a drink first. Is that anything?
1: Well, that that's anything?
0: the idea. Oh, okay. Is that, is that, that okay. No, that's the idea. Uh, okay, cool. So these... I'm kind of getting it. That, no, that is. That, that is the idea. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, I had some other quotes, but I can't think of them off the top of my head. Uh, whilst I'm looking for that, Mr. Willoughby, what what is was, what was he all about? I don't I, I don't understand Mr. Willoughby. I think you don't I, understand. He, was Mr. he just, was he just was he just a bit of a was he just a bit of a fuck boy? Was that the he was, a, he
1: was he was okay. he was a
0: fuck boy. Okay, cool. He
1: was a fuckboy. boy. So nice. did you did you get the story beats behind Mr. It, it was explained in it was all explained in one scene. In a huge information dump by Alan Rickman.
0: Right. Okay. I yes. Now I do. I do think I know what we're talking about here. And you know, Mister Willoughby comes on the screen. So apparently, the scene where Willoughby rescues Marianne in the driving uh, rain took about fifty takes, and actually resulted in Kate Winslet contracting hypothermia on, not, on the set. Not surprised. Yeah. A lot exactly. of water there. Yeah. There was a lot of water. Um, but no. And 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 to say up top again. I loved his yellow race cart. It was like a. It was like a. It was just like a stripped out version of a carriage. It just had the seat, and that was about it. It was like yeah. a. It was like a. It was like a yellow racing stripe bench. Yeah. It was like a park bench that they just put on wheels. It was magic.
1: <laughs> that's that's such a great description. That's, <laughs> that's what it was. That is great. No, he was great, and you know that's Emma Thompson's hus- real life husband, Mm-mm. Greg Wise
0: was that actually, no, but yeah, actually yeah. I might leave that bit in it it sounds like I won't take out the fact that the water went down the wrong way that was my reaction to the fact that, that was your Emma reaction
1: that's, yeah absolutely <laughs> I did hear quite a funny story actually where mm-hmm. he he actually wanted to take out Kate Winslet right oh really and they actually went out on a date oh
0: really first of all him,
1: him and Kate Winslet but apparently they had no chemistry
0: <laughs> and it, oh, was, I it, was, it was
1: it was a really bad date so then he went out with Emma Thompson and
0: hey hey ho they're now they're now married, which is quite cute. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I have another quote here, but I think this was a serious quote, not a comedy quote. It's bewitching that one's happiness is beset from one person. Ooh. Was that a serious quote? Is that a thing? Have I done something there? That sounds like a that sounds like a fairly serious quote. I can't
1: I can't actually remember. I have seen this movie a fair number of times. To be fair, yeah, a fair number of times. To be fair, that's a good extra use nice of the word one. fair.
0: I can't and, remember where exactly that quote is, though. Okay, no worries, no worries. Well, I think it was after the ball sequence. Um, and my in my notes I have the ball was nice, <laughs> <laughs> and I and I also a bit above. Um, <laughs> <laughs> cover your ears, <laughs> cover your ears. But this is genuinely my quote. I like the bit with the ugly with the huge teeth. Clearly, the wrong bloke in the ball. <laughs> You can tell my mood at the time watching this Was that movie? the younger brother was
1: that Robert Ferrers? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was yeah, Robert exactly. Ferrers yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh my days.
0: <laughs> I think I, I reckon I reckon this was this was the end of part 1 by the way. That was the end <laughs> <for> of part <laughs> 1. <laughs> this is this is the end of sense. I'd lost all sense at this point. I reckon we should talk a little
1: bit about the music. Let's do it. Mate. I think I think we should because we we've we've discussed the you know the pros the and cons. The pros and cons. Let's. let's oh, I had one more thing I wanted to talk about. You can do one more. You do. do one more. Go on.
0: Um, it was. It was. Hugh Laurie was great. Hugh Laurie, I identified with in this movie. I knew you Because would. he, I identified with him because he was just like the my favorite bit. The, the bit that did make me laugh because I demand we plant some trees. We'll do nothing of the sort. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, it's just. He's had it. It's just He's had it the, with the her. man
1: that just wants to be left when we first meet him or the first time we meet him is at the picnic and he doesn't really do much he just stands there as a tall bloke but sounds then, ideal but then when we meet him really for the first time in a room where all the ladies are playing cards and stuff like he's just reading the newspaper and his wife gets yeah. very excited and she crumples a brilliant Imelda Staunton by the way yeah she she oh, was very so good, good. Yeah, yeah yeah
0: she was very good and
1: she crumples his newspaper and he doesn't say anything. He just kind of just looks at her like exasperated and then just like tries to uncrinkle it. Just like this, this, yeah, this, yeah. this man's dealing with this shit every day. I he's, <laughs> he's, I he's, he's done
0: with it. it. It's really funny. But yes, the music. Now, during the filming, director amley used music by Arvo Part as a temporary score. Oh, yeah. Um, and in at least one of the trailers for this show, the background music is actually from the soundtrack to Little Woman in 1994. Ah, uh, the original um, one. Yeah, and so this this is a common practice when advertising a movie that is still in the post-production, for which the musical score has probably not been finalized. Yeah, definitely. I any- remember
1: one a really, really famous example is the trailer, one of the first teaser trailers to Return of the King
0: yeah yeah if you remember that
1: and i don't know what piece of music it was Mm. oh no actually i do actually i do it was uh, "O fortuna is what it was Ah, i think think it was which is a really popular huge choral (laughs) work and they and they stuck that in in return of the king and it was it was really really effective but obviously looking back on it now how long we've been associated with the music of
0: lord of the rings it seems a bit ridiculous Well, I mean, exactly. Yeah, I completely agree, and I think that's uh, that's one that's like a front and center. Another example I had here was from from the, the trailer of Regarding Henry in nineteen ninety one, used the score of Terms of Endearment uh, in nineteen eighty three. So, so you know, that's it's not even just in you know that's a Regency thing that's happened before as well. Right. Now, I'll be honest. Sweeping statements. because oh, you've not made any of those today. <laughs> I've not made any of these sweeping statements. I've got another one. Uh, are you ready for this, Alex? Uh, I thought this is nothing. I thought this, the, the score, nothing about it grabbed me. And, I, and, and here, right, if the job to be done was to match the setting, you did yeah. a great job. Oh, okay, so it's two thumbs up. <laughs> All right, job done. <laughs> moving forward. <laughs> okay, everyone. Uh, moving forward. I j- just, I... Uh, I just struggled with it. I just struggled with it. And I and I genuinely tried to write down a lot of, and and I think a lot of the stuff on the piano was very nice. Uh, a lot of the stuff from Kate Winslet's piece and I, and I and I obviously that was the foreground for all the scenes. but the kind of the background music that accompanied a lot of the things that were going on. I mean there wasn't a huge amount. This wasn't a hugely this you know you used return of the king as an example. I mean that's got a 4 hour extended score soundtrack yeah. to it. This this isn't going to have that, is it? No, it doesn't have that. And what I will say up front is, musical
1: ideas wise, I there's n- there's only really a handful of themes mm. that are played out in the in this movie, and a lot of them are repeated. Yep. But a lot of them are repeated in different instrumentations in different ways, and I don't think that they're just there to be different. I think that they have a function. Mm. In looking at the whole story, start to finish the music evolves through mm-hmm. that timescale. Mm-hmm. It it starts very, very understated. In fact, it's quite understated, the scoring throughout the whole movie, which mm-hmm. goes, as you say, with the theme and with the setting, you know, a little bit repressed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Small instrumentations, the melodies played by solo instruments, which can feel very lonely and singular sure but then as the sisters you know mature eleanor lets herself feel basically Mm -hmm. and marianne sort of for lack of a better term grows up Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. grows up and marries alan rickman then they they become the best versions of themselves and the music becomes the best versions of the themes
0: yes yeah, that, that's fair. That's fair. I, 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 I did, like I did I did I was quite flippant when it start. I mean, especially when it started. But as the movie progresses, it does. You're right. It does kind of start to mature a little bit more, and I yeah. and I recognize that
1: it matures. There's this this great, really overly dramatic, minor brooding section when Marianne's basically on her deathbed. And it's mm. really, really tragic stuff. Really bass, minor, heavy. It's, you mm-hmm. know, it's it's not like any of the other material, any other other material in the movie. It's not even variations on some of the nice themes that we've heard earlier on. It's just mm-hmm. brand new and specific to that situation, which which I really love. And obviously, she comes out of that, and then we get you know full string sections playing. Mm playing mm. the tunes and all of that and it's very very deliberate and it's not just to play into the dramatic ebb and flow of the film it's not it's it's not just for the dramatic effect it is it is actually structured that way and uh, you know you know me I love a structured a structured score I like music don't we all, I like don't music we all? I like music where there's a reason behind it and it's not just Oh, this kind of thing in that moment works. So,
0: doing that in any way will do. Sure, exactly. Yeah. No, I, I, I know what you, I know what you're saying, and, and, I, again, I think it's the subtleties of the score is something that was lost on me. But I must, I must confess, um, we like what we like, and we like it because it makes us feel something, and because we empathize. I can't say that word. Empathize. We empathize. Empathise with the music, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> <Me>. God. <laughs> we empathise with the music. Right. Sorry, I, I took a couple of takes out there. I can't actually say that word without Alex helping me. But the, but the this just did nothing for that. I just. I just was. It was just there for me, unfortunately. And I, I, you know, and I'm and I'm one to be able to pick. Up. I I would like to say that I'm not a novice at maybe music and scores. And obviously, you know your music scores quite quite in depth, Alex. And I've often said when I like a music score, I go, "Did you like it?" And you go, "No." And I go, "No, me neither." <laughs> and and, and, vi- and vice and vice versa. But
1: not vice versa, because here's no, apparently me. not vice no, no, versa. No, no. Yeah. We're, we're growing up. We're growing up, Callum. Here's it's easy saying, to say no. That's
0: the reason. Yeah. It's easy just to say. Here's
1: no. me saying I love this music and I love what you did here. And you're going, that's ah, just wallpaper. It, just might wallpaper. As well, it might as well have yeah. been in an elevator for me.
0: Yeah. Well, I and do you know what? I think that. I do think oh, that. It's I tragic. do think that for this one. I do think that one. Well, that's it there. Do we want to keep going and chatting about any more of this? No, movie? I've got, I've got another
1: I've got another big point about the music.
0: Okay, actually, fantastic.
1: And that's the going back to the instrumentation that he chooses mm. oh okay because all of it is period appropriate okay all of it is period appropriate so one of the earliest musical examples we get here is marianne playing the piano sure right? sure now that's
0: it. piano forte. piano,
1: piano forte. Uh, Broadwood grand whatever the bloody hell the things are called there's lots of different <laughs> variations at this t- sure. in this time period they're not just pianos but th- the piece of music that she's playing is written by Patrick Doyle
0: okay you know, there's a, oh there's a re- okay. there, there's a
1: reason you never see her hands on the keyboard mm-hmm. because she's not a- she's not actually playing it it's played after the fact but any music you hear in the movie, not accompanying the movie, so mm-hmm. uh, so the pulp the pulp fiction equivalent of a car radio. Do
0: you yeah. Know what I mean? yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I can't remember what the term of that is. Is it incidental? No, I can't remember. I can't remember. There, there's a term for that when music is actually contributing in in the scene for the characters, like the characters can hear the music. You think we would know that sort of thing? Y- yeah, it, yeah being a, a movie podcast. music podcast, <laughs> but you know, neither of us have got it off the top of our heads. But we but don't. It's a, quite a lethargic morning, as we've stated on very. Uh, many occasions. I'm already. running on fumes
0: over here. I'll tell Definitely. you that for free.
1: But my point is, the sounds that you hear, the music that you hear, it's not too much of a stretch of the imagination to imagine that that would be appropriate for the time. Sure. And what's that? And what that's called is neoclassicism.
0: Ah, uh, yes. Now I looked into neoclassicism. Uh, yes, because after I told you. You to. told me to. You told me to do. So it. did you yes, find a, Did you
1: find a nice, concise definition of that word?
0: No, it was it was the to my to my when I interpreted it, it was basically moving. It was Western society moving away from classical music and classical culture. Uh, it's 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 kind of like a bridging. It's kind of like the bridging gap, like the next the next phase. In the, it's I, at the, like the eighties to the nineties. Yeah. <laughs> at the time when neoclassicism was a really big
1: compositional style. Yes, you're right, but in a in another sense, it's yes moving away but also paying homage to okay so one of the bi- one of the best neoclassical composers was a was a russian but com- that's what
0: the 90s did. well yeah it does. Does. that's but what the one 90s of the is.
1: one of the best neoclassical composers was a russian composer stravinsky mm. and he took a lot of melodies and inspiration from ve- much much older baroque italian music that sure. he then reimagined in his own style in his own you know rhythms and harmony structure and mm. things like that and so taking having a spin on that is what, yeah. and we kind of adopt the phrase neoclassical to describe anything that does that as a function okay. and i feel like the score for sense and sensibility does that and mm-hmm. the piano the solo piano music is one of the best examples in the movie of that because obviously we can imagine that that would have been appropriate in that time even Mm -hmm. though it wasn't written then they didn't choose to they could have very easily chosen a solo piece of mozart to to play in that scene but they didn't do that they decided to go with original music with original patrick doyle music and you can tell the modern in there because there are some chords there which are a little bit too complex for the time and a little bit too, you know, sentimental and scrunchy, frankly.
0: Mm, mm. And
1: the, the other big example of this music is the ball. Yes. Because the music that accompanies the ball, and you can actually see the players mm-hmm, in the background, mm-hmm. they're on stage, largely wind instruments, okay. playing this dance music. Sure. And again, the dance music in the small chamber wind wind instrument setting sounds appropriate to the time. It's mm. not. It's all original music.
0: Oh, okay. Interesting. It's all original
1: music, but composed in the style of the time.
0: Ah, I see. In, okay, interesting. In other,
1: in other, another example of neoclassical music in movies might be the cantina band in star wars
0: mm, yeah, that's, okay, that's taking enough. it
1: to extreme because that's john williams composing space music it but in like mm-hmm. a jazzy in like a jazzy style or yeah, return yeah. of the jedi's got a great one in ja- jabba's palace where jabba's it's palace, ja- yeah. jabba baroque where yes okay it's space music but it's kind of derived from George Friedrich Handel or Bach or some or someone from the Baroque era. That's, interesting. that's okay. neoclassical composing. And it's, mm. it's really, really interesting. And I think, yes, the music that are in the scenes in Sense of Sensibility are very, very obvious in that. I think it's also present in the accompanying mm-hmm. score as well that accompanies the drama. Yes, it's very... Sentimental and romantically sweeping at times, but it still maintains a a classical form that would have been mm. appropriate for the time
0: of the movie of the story. Interesting. Well, I mean, I mean, and that and that is commendable. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm absolutely amazed. You, you have to go and discover these things
1: unless you're yeah. me who gets well, the told in is, a lecture the,
0: one day. But the other one is. Uh, you know, like the 80s to the 90s when Ice-T used dun 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 dun, exactly. dun uh, Famously created by Queen uh, from Under Under yeah. Pressure. But but we also had it as Ice-Ice uh, uh, Baby. Is that neoclassical? Have I done yeah, a thing?
1: I'd say so. I'd say so. Anytime, Is it? i time Anytime think. anyone uses a bass line by Chic? Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun? No, dun. No, no, dun, no, no, no. Dun. No. you know this one. Dun. Okay, dun, okay, okay, okay. dun Shh. Uh, yeah 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 uh, anything, else? anything else what do we have what do we
0: have what about that what about that time when eminem used a bit of dream on for uh one of his yeah. songs mm. cleaning up my was it which one was it cleaning up my closet dream on
1: anyway what were one of those there Actually, they you know, are do you know what i know we're, we're we're kind of joking about it at the moment it's not neoclassical they're quoting they're copying and pasting a sound oh. file it's not it's not new composition sorry don't like being that guy, but you know, fuck you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's two thumbs down then. It's two thumbs up, Callum. You know what it is. I, 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 right, okay. And I was thinking about this. It's not any thumbs d- d- nah, do you know what? Like, I, I don't know. I'm still thumbs... I'm, I'm not gonna, gonna tell I'm you the I'm that gonna you're give wrong. you a thumb I'm gonna give you a thumb down, mate. I didn't like I genuinely didn't enjoy this score i re listened to it i felt nothing it brought me nothing this movie to me was very very boring and i i it's been really great to sit ch- and chat about it and i and i wanted to listen and i wanted to listen and understand why i should care about this movie and i and i and i see i do see why it's clever but it's just totally lost on me this movie on 100% lost and i'm giving it a thumb down a thumb down a th- maybe two. Oh, maybe but, but, two. But but there is but having you've 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 pulled that thumb up or oh, that okay. thumb away from being okay. down for me just by talking to you. So it's going to be a thumb down. for oh, Okay.
1: Me. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll I'll take that as a W. I'll take that as a W. Obviously, it's two thumbs up for me, and I don't mind saying here on this podcast. You know, we've had the, you know, it didn't didn't work for me, opinion piece on here, but from my perspective, I I adore this movie. It's one of the movies that makes me cry every time. Mm. I love a good blubber in a movie. I've done it. Mm. I've done it in front of you several mm. times. I mm-hmm. love having a good cry. And movie. I'll, I'll, I'll and always try and capture
0: the... those tears. I'll always try and capture them in the little jar I have. Absolutely. Oh, god, it's creepy. It's nearly full. That's creepy. Full. It is
1: not... I think that's the biggest praise I can give it is the fact mm. that it elicits that kind of emotional reaction from me. And there's, you know, there's so much to do with. The austin the austin world and her writing style that frankly i'm not qualified enough to talk about <laughs> and i really would okay so recommendations obviously mm-hmm. i would recommend people try explore this stuff would you actively say to people who you don't know yeah maybe maybe of course if you know them like if yeah. we weren't doing this podcast
0: yeah yeah yeah, i wouldn't
1: recommend that you go and watch this movie yeah no that's that's that's
0: a that's a fair point of course i I I wouldn't wouldn't. yeah but
1: like and of course you wouldn't if you knew the person Mm -hmm. but general audiences Mm -hmm. or not general not not or not what our assumption of general audiences is just a random
0: in the street random bloke one yeah absolutely like you know do you do you recommend this movie to anyone no I don't I never I would never recommend this movie ever. I wouldn't. But I wouldn't I wouldn't say to people don't watch it. I wouldn't I wouldn't say that because I'd steer people away from it. No no no, I wouldn't steer people away from it because I know a lot of people do derive like quite clearly when I said it up top you know a friend of mine she she goes this a warm cup of tea. I think a lot of people derive a lot of comfort from this movie. And I wouldn't I wouldn't steer There's movies that I would steer people away from and this ain't one of them. Yeah. Fair. But I but I would never can I it's meh i think that was a, i think that was a very <laughs> balanced chat of two opposing opinions
1: actually i think we could be quite proud of that <laughs> yeah. no, we we can put the scripts away absolutely <laughs> nice.
0: moving forward let's move now, we, te- we... What was that? Is that your new thing? Let's move. Let's move. <laughs> I might start doing that. It's like a shit cha-cha slide. Cha-cha, real smooth. Yeah.
1: Let's move. Go to
0: work. <laughs> Pick up the can. Do-do-do. Do-do. Turn on the light. Do-do-do-do. Cha-cha, real smooth. Do-do-do-do. Do-do-do-do. do 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 Move. Do-do-do-do. Hiya, honey. How are you? Do-do-do-do. I- oh, welcome home. Do-do-do-do. <laughs> Well, whose underwear is that on the bed? Do 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 do. do. Is that is that your is that my brother's? Do 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 do. You said you wouldn't do this again. Do do do. Don't bring him into this. Do, do do do. Come on, we've had this so many times. Just just come on. Why don't you just love me for who I am? And 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 I can't believe that you you're sleeping with my brother again after all the good times that we've had. Do 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 do. No, but come on. That, 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 <laughs> you know that's that's a deleted
1: scene from the beginning of Love actually when. When Colin Firth that, discovers his—that's the cha-cha slide uh, part three. Yeah, it's, it's Colin Firth doing the cha-cha slide when he, cha-cha, real when he discovers that his girlfriend or wife, I don't know, is sleeping with sleeping with his brother.
0: <laughs> I might keep that in my moving on, dude, <laughs> dude. Do, 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 do. Okay, we uh, we touched on Bridgerton. We did. Shall we retouch on Bridgerton?
1: I mean, briefly. Go for it, mate. I mean, it was it was fine. It, it felt more like. It didn't, it didn't feel like characters of the time. If we compare it to Sense and Sensibility, it felt like us dressing up as them.
0: Yeah, of course. And, and, and that, like, that's part of the appeal of this, is that it's supposed to be for a younger audience. And, you know, w- one of the examples I have, I didn't watch m- most of it, but in the, I don't think it was the first episode. I think it was further episodes on. They, we talked about the ball sequence in Sense and Sensibility and how they were playing Patrick Doyle music. But what they decided to do in Bridgerton was play uh, a, a variation of Billie Eilish's Bad Guy. Oh, there's because one, of it's the, there's of, one of these it, arrangements like, in
1: every episode and it's and tedious. It's just,
0: it is. It's just like it's horrible.
1: Ugh. It really it's is just, horrible, it's... and it, and it always accompanies a slow motion sex montage.
0: Oh, there's a lot of those, isn't
1: there? Oh, there's so
0: many of them, and it's and it's nauseating. I, I, it really is. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. It was. It was. I I see what it's for, but I think it's dare I say a little pandering. Mm-hmm. It's a yeah, little not dare you say it is definitely pandering, and, and it's 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 kind of. But but what I don't understand about this is if they say it's pandering, right? It's you going, hey guys, if you liked Bridgerton, maybe you will like Sense They're totally different things. Yeah, like they're, they're totally not. They different things, <laughs> and they're 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 tweaking different parts of your brain. They're 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 poking and prodding at different parts of your brain, and for so many reasons, I. I mean I'm just so impartial to this but I w- I was I was still quite taken away by it namely for a couple of reasons firstly the cast um and and the kind of and the the writing and how they deliver their lines because I think all in all I much preferred it you asked me what I would have changed about sense and sensibility but there's certainly a lot more like they, they've got kind of the the style of writing and the characters are kind of similar but I preferred Bridgerton more because they they do really over egg the jokes. They over egg the sarcasm. They ham it they up. They ham it up completely. But then some of the casting's really interesting. I think Phoebe Denver, is Phoebe Denver isn't it, who plays uh Bridgerton, the herself, the Daphne Bridgerton. She Oh is it? Yeah, I'm not sure I so can't remember. So she but she's very doughy faced and very doughy eyed and just like do you know what I mean? Just a complete just It's almost like she looks like a painting of the time, if that makes any sort of sense. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, uh,
1: Anya Taylor-Joy when she played Emma yeah. You know, there was, there was yes, a movie of Emma, yes, yes. and she had the she had the
0: same look. Yeah, and the other one that I quite liked, and I want, and I again, I, I might watch more of this, I might not. Was uh, Claudia Jessie? So she played Eloise Bridgerton. I think it was the sister. I thought yeah. she was quite funny. She was kind of she was she was kind of like obviously throwing her eyes around at all the sorts. Um, but yeah, yeah. But, very different type of character. Exactly, and obviously, lest we forget, and, and this probably leads into the in the next segment we're going to talk about moving forward. But Reggie Jean Page. Who plays Simon Bassett? Or is it Duke? Is it Duke Simon? The Duke of Hastings. The Duke of Hastings. Or the main are the, the main male lead. Exactly. So, so I mean look I've only watched the first episode. I've seen all these characters. These were the things I liked. But go on mate. You you're much more qualified having oh, so watched it so all. so you haven't Okay. So you haven't reached the bit where he uh, instructs her how to touch herself then. Oh, goodness. Does it get Yeah, that, that way, happens. Does it? Yeah. I mean yeah. I, I I think Ugh. there was a there was there not a bit of controversy something I did read about a kind of a female rape scene where she doesn't stop when he says stop or something like this. Is there something along those sort of lines?
1: I know what I know what you're talking okay, about. Okay, is there snowflake? I, I don't see. <sighs> that's a bit of a snowflake. <laughs> is it, is it really okay? Snowflake. fair, okay, yeah, fair yeah, enough. Yeah. Fair enough. I'm not I, gonna I say that any was more the about it. Yeah, for I figured fear that right. for fear of triggering people, but I figured that was the case. Right.
0: Nah, trigger them. I don't give a shit. Right in. <laughs> 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 give us an answer. You snowflake. But they, they. No, I, <laughs> I. Um, but I think that those sort of sequences are what we talk about in terms of pandering, and because the kind of Jane Austen. There's nothing sexual. In fact, they actually removed kiss sequences in Sense and Sensibility because it wasn't akin to Jane Austen. and It wasn't, it wasn't, um, it, it kind of wasn't in line with her style of writing. Yeah, exactly. Which is why I think probably because most of, my content
1: that's relevant to this era is Jane Mm, Austen-esque. I think the first scene in Bridgerton where, you know, they start to rip each other's clothes off and just, like, go at
0: it. I'm like, oh, steady on. What's going on here? Yeah, exactly. But um, also, I noticed this... It's a lot of it's filmed in Bath and you know I lived in Bristol for a while and so I recognise oh, yeah, a lot that, there's of the that famous
1: crescent I can't remember what it's called yeah
0: it's the, the half moon crescent or something like that but, but um, the, there's a single yellow line in it did you not notice this no so there's a single and I picked up on oh, this instantly no. right, and I googled it and it's a big thing and I have a theory I have a theory in the same way that the Starbucks coffee cup in Game of Thrones and this single yellow line, I'm, I'm not suggesting, OK, for any reason. And I'm not buying for any reason that that wasn't done deliberately. All right. right. Okay. I I have a theory that the coffee cup. In, you're not telling me that the highest grossing TV show ever made at the time. Nobody noticed a coffee cup. Left
1: a left a coffee cup.
0: a cup. I'm not buying that. I'm not buying it. Never mind. They d- d- never mind that
1: it was in the shot, but yep. nobody saw it. Nobody in. saw it. Do you, know, do you know how many levels of quality they exactly. control that they exactly. have on these shows?
0: Yeah, and I'm talking about this single yellow line because I tell you what. The reason that I, uh, I, I and I and I picked it up on it and I googled it. There's so many articles on it, and I'm like, that's genius. But then that's, that's a free very... advertising. That yes. is free advertising. They're and doing it A great theory, a great
1: theory for the likes of Bridgerton. I question its relevancy for Game of Thrones because it was in the final season. And come, come on, the, the hype was there anyway. Everyone's gonna watch it. I don't they know. It, they I... don't need the buzz.
0: Yeah, at, I, d- I don't point. know, but I think I think it was it was the relevance of it. it was was necessary, but I, I, I can't believe that no one noticed. There's a single yellow line in the shot. How easy is that? Just to take out post production, it's simple. But they yeah. left it. Oh man, alive. I didn't I was, see it. I didn't oh, see I, it. I just pointed out. Anyway, the, the, the. the I, ch- I chatted a little bit. I chatted a little bit before about Reggie Jean Page because. Something that's making a lot of the news at the moment is who's going to play the next Bond after we finally have the time to die. Oh, my God. And Reggie Jean-Page... Still waiting to die. uh, Reggie Jean-Page has been pipped uh, as the number one next James Bond. Now, hang on. Now, hang on. Yeah, go for it. Did this buzz start coming after Bridgerton? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course it did. Of course it did. Of course it did. But I... So I started watching this show with him as... Yeah, maybe maybe he's gonna be the next Bond. And I'll be honest, I think that's a really good choice. Right. I think, I think he could make a really good James Bond from the very little yep. I've seen and and I saw a little bit of him roots as well. But I for I thought he was really, really good. And I'm like, oh okay, I'll buy yep. this. I would yeah. I would definitely see him as a bond. But,
1: yeah, but the thing is, and this is where I feel like the trappings of you know, fan casting mm. is. How many other actors could display all those qualities that we're looking at? That and going, oh yeah, 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 I can see James Bond in that. So, oh yeah, yeah, totally, so, totally, so
0: so many. I but... mean, if you, yeah, Henry Cavill was one that was nearly cast before Daniel Craig, and I, and I look at him in the Man from Uncle, and I go, oh, we made the wrong decision. <laughs> he <laughs> looks brilliant.
1: Oh yeah, oh I, I, Henry Cavill, all the way. Yeah, Henry, yeah, yeah, no, Henry Cavill in era bond yes like if yes. They, if they go back don't Stop, in the sixties, yeah. Well, the next, go but the next one, roots. the
0: next one will be in the sixties. It's almost well, out, we haven't had, we haven't had com, uh, confirmation Ach, of that. Be. Well, I tell you what, we what we have had confirmation of just before you go on is that already this movie is uh, is a, a thing of the past. It's it's a thing of its day. It's it's completely uh, obsolete, Alex. This movie may as well throw it in the bin. Last year when they were doing the movie, he was using his Peppa Pig watch, but now he's got a sleek Timex because it's the 21 version right in the, pre- in the previous year alex they were using a nokia brick but oh nokia are really keen that they want their newest model pushed forward for those of I the mean, listeners for those of the listeners me. who can't sh- who
1: can't sift through the s- seeping sarcasm there they're they're doing reshoots yeah they're doing reshoots because yep. the product placements of which John James Bond thrives. It's it's a been it's a franchise that's famous. I for getting it for, so much. much for yeah. most, if not all, of its funding from product placements. Like the um, the number of Sony Vaio products in Casino Royale is it's criminal. it's deafening. It's it, deafening. It, 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 re-
0: yeah. it really, really is. And all the models are out of date. Oh, it's wonderful. It's it's but it's. I really, and, and they will, right? The, the, the advertisers will be paying to put their newest model in there. Yeah. What if that trickled up to the likes of
1: Aston Martin? Could you imagine if they had to do it for the car? <laughs> Well,
0: they'll have to do it for Daniel Craig because he's out of date too. He's in his (laughs) 60s. But no, I mean, where do you stop? So I've got the list here, mate. So we've got the Nokia 8.3 5G smartphone um, was to be featured in the film. But this item's placement, along with others, from Adidas's footwear, Bollinger Champagne and Omega watches, would all have outdated products featured in the film. The Nokia 8.3 would go on sale in October 2020, which is already too outdated, even for James Bond. Right. And I I mean, I think the theme of moving forward this week from now on, apart from WandaVision, is going to be capitalism at its whole, isn't yeah. it? It's going to be capitalism the revealing its ugly self behind the thinly veiled curtain. Oh, yeah. Because I cannot... I cannot, for the life of me, read these articles and go, I have no sympathy. I have no sympathy for any of these. Why they feel... And, and maybe the data's there, mate. Maybe the data is there that people won't buy the Bollinger Champagne okay. if the newest one isn't up. So there's, So there, I you. think, to play
1: devil's avocado to mm-hmm. this point,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I think in terms of smartphones, I think in terms yep. of Nokia, yeah, there's an argument to be made. Because obviously phones are seasonal and phones and phones do go out of date. Yeah, I sure. think hand and heart, I think it's bollocks as well. Sure. But in the case of the watches, mm. if you're looking at Omega watches, Omega watches have been beautiful for decades. Do you know decades? Yeah, absolutely. Do you know me me as a me as a consumer, if I had the money to buy an Omega buy an Omega watch, I would Mm -hmm. look at you know as far back as the Casino Royale Omega watch. Well, there you go, and and still say that's a beautiful watch. I want to go and buy an Omega watch. The same, the, the same argument can't be said for smartphones because you're obviously going to be. You you obviously want the newest and best model that you can, sure. and that's just the that's just the smartphone market. And I don't think yeah. the same argument applies to things like the
0: watches and the champagne. But I genuinely think that's what's happened. I think the no- I think that Nokia kicked off, and all the other brands went. Well, if they're doing it. We want to yeah. do it too. Yeah, kind of.
1: So in a way, Fuck in a way, me. I'm not surprised by I'm not surprised by Nokia, even if I do think it's ridiculous. But
0: mm. the, the, the watch and the champagne, I'm like, what has the champagne I changed? Picture- <laughs> has the champagne actually those-
1: changed? Have you changed
0: the recipe? Well, it's the, probably the label on the bottle, which is actually advertising people is probably what's changed. And I, and I really want there to be a 2020 cut of this movie. And it's just like, it's just Bond like using a fax machine. He's like, fucking man, i has got Nokia written across the side of it. <laughs> <laughs> and just like an Omega grandfather clock and things like this. Yeah, he's sitting, like, he's <laughs> sitting on a train and he's playing <laughs> Snake too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He's hit his earbuds. <laughs> 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 I just want something along those sort of lines. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah. ah but, oh, man, I like yeah. And I, and I, and like, I, I'm not blind to the fact of. I understand why they want to. Do, I mean, I don't really understand no. why they want to do it. I say I understand why, but I understand why they they make the argument. But it's it's just the most petulant argument you have ever heard. Unless we forget, right? Take Casino Royale as an example. The number of people that watched that, there was obviously a very famous. Let's like take a Sony Vaio laptop or yeah. an Omega watch, right? The amount of people that watched, the amount of people that watched that movie when it was released, okay, yeah, is is this is is this is, is between my thumb and my finger, and it's very small. The amount of people that have watched it the year after to today is astronomical, a hundred fold. Yeah, therefore. It doesn't matter. It was what was there at the time. I don't understand why you feel that on the release date, that is the imperative. That's the most important thing. It blows my mind that that's the way they think. And that's why I say they must have data or something on this to verify must actually, no, we do see sales.
1: And and it'll be people that will just make decisions based on the data without actually going, well, hang on. That's insane. Because how much is this going
0: to cost? how much uh, how man, much is this going to cost millions millions this will cost yeah. absolutely millions to to rectify this situation and and specifically i want to know who's paying for this because i don't think it's going to be mgm or do you think these companies are like no we want our stuff in the pro? do you think that's on mgm well, to do this is the thing. i don't this think is it the is thing
1: if if the if the deal that they got was like so expensive for them it might be the responsibility of the studio to God. make sure that their advertisers are pro- are are represented to the best of their abilities Fuck and and this know. is when you, you start to see scary lawsuits coming over the hill and stuff yeah. like that and you're just like oh this is de- this is well, depressing and, and as hell. And the franchise
0: and the franchise dies the, 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 the I mean this is like for for all intents we this movie will always go down in history as the movie that was delayed nearly 2 years yeah. after it was yeah. made but and, and I'm not talking like new mutants delayed, I'm talking like massive blockbuster that everyone will see. It's James yeah, Bond it's James, for fuck's it's James sake. Bond, yeah. And and then you, you get this and this will be a stain. On this, you know, this this franchise for so long. It's 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 horrible. It really is. I I I just I I cannot condone it. And it's and it's greed and it's capitalism, Alex. What do you think of capitalism this week? It's taken a bit of a turn this week, hasn't it, Alex?
1: Capitalism. It's an interesting one, isn't it? Did you think we were living in a free capitalist society? I I just want to know if anyone, no matter where they were in life, could make money if they wanted to, just for the f- making money. We're talking about the stock oh, markets. We're talking fuck. about GameStop.
0: Did you, did you invest, no, by I the didn't. way, through, through Robinhood? No, I didn't. I didn't. Well, we we don't get Robinhood here, is it? It's like, no, it's like so trading 212 a- over here. Trading 212, yeah. yeah. So I mean, I've got, I had a friend I was chatting to about it who trades on it, uh, the, the UK equivalent of Robinhood, and he, uh, the zero commission uh, trading platform that's kind of mimics Robinhood. And, he found the whole thing, I mean, he just found the whole thing hilarious. Yeah. Um, because there is a hilarity to it. Anytime something, something like this happens, you, you have, you it's know, it's, it came from a anarchistic, Reddit. It's kind isn't it? Well, it is. And it's, but it's, it's amazing to see, it's amazing to see where people's choke points are. We found Wall Street's choke point. And yep. Wall Street Bets, the subreddit, you know, I've spent a, I've been on it once or twice. I, I've, I, you know, I've always kept an eye on it, and it's amazing. It's an amazing because it's, 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 it's a thinly. It's just this. I mean, Reddit itself is is wonderful. It's like a, it's like an adult version of 4chan or kind of a more verified version of 4chan. And whilst I don't yeah. actually own an account and are able to post and stuff, just being able to read the content and because that is the, I do think Reddit is some of the richest form of. Uh, human interactions that we have currently is represented and the wall street bets the subreddit and the conversations and where things take to it's it's monumental and quite clearly so the amount of people that have clearly read a gme subreddit put your stocks in them put your stocks in blackberry put your stocks in a is amc yeah what's the other one stick your stocks into these ones and watch them crumble like the intent and the militia is beautiful it's it's yeah. it's right i mean this is this is what we talk about when you you know we we obviously had things like the Capitol riot and stuff and people were shouting that that's not that's not an uprising that's not a real uprising you know because you're not you know there was some of the videos just from that i don't not to get too into the Capitol thing did you see some of the people who were streaming that event and who were going into the congress and they were like come on let's everyone take a seat let's vote on some shit literally that's what they were saying <laughs> and i'm like a tourist there's such a difference between that and between this isn't there I mean this is really as you said it's revealing the ugly face of actually the bankers and the people who say you know it's free for everyone everyone can join but not that free not that free
1: you can make money if you want uh, right up until the point that I stop making money or your actions are are it's losing mental. me money and then you're wrong and I'm right and I'm going to stop you.
0: But the thing about this, right, and obviously we're talking about the shorts, like the people who are shorting GameStop, the people who are shorting AMC, yeah, the hedge and, funds and the hedge funds, I... You cannot imagine what the backlash of this is going to be. I mean, this is this is going to be really. We're going to talk about this for a while. Like, this isn't going to go away. Yeah, unfortunately. Do you know what?
1: You know what? There needs to be there needs to be some sort of respected financial figure, if there is such a thing, <laughs> to actually say no, no, no. It needed to be stopped, and this is the reason why. Yeah, because no because one stepped forward. Yeah, because at the moment. I'm sure Warren Buffett see, will have a. <laughs> no, 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 exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, Warren Buffett would be the person to do it, yeah, to, be, yeah. to be fair. Because at the moment, what we have is obviously the hedge funds going, oh, we're going to make GameStop. Uh, really, really cheap, and that's just going to be what we're going to short today to mm. make to make loads of money. And then we have the uprising of the masses, and basically saying, "No, we're just going to buy shit loads of it yeah, and yeah, make yeah. the make the value skyrocket, and therefore losing all these hedge fund, you know, all the, the super rich hedge fund people, mm-hmm. losing them lots and lots of money, and making and making us a, a fair a fair few quid in in the process. What's and the they've harm obviously in that? just put and the that pressure and Robin Hood, that, yeah. And that would be free. That would be free capitalism anyone Mm -hmm. free to make money whenever they want but the the powers that be cut it cut it out Mm -hmm. they actively stopped people trading in these specific stocks yeah and on the face of that you're like Wow, that is fucked up.
0: Yeah. You can't
1: just because you're super rich and at your super rich level, you're you're about to lose
0: a shitload of money. Well, it's it's like playing Monopoly, and then you start losing the game, and you go, "I don't want to play anymore." You take the board away. Well, exactly, exactly. that. Exactly.
1: So there needs to be I mean, an official the, justification of for that. that. If there's if there's science and data to say that like this could this this could have caused something really 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 bad like yeah. you know 2008 and it would have to be 2008, three 2008 bad 2008 yeah. bad like somebody is going to have to justify the hell out of out of this to convince people that they were in the right to stop mm-hmm. people making money off that.
0: And and you know like Robin Hood as a as an app it's just, it's a shady thing as well. Where, you know like the amount it, they really gamify it. Like they, they really gamify. You know they get confetti every time you make a deal. The screen yeah. is green when you're positive and it's red when you're not. And they they send push notifications without you saying you've not bet in a while, come back God. and bet, come back. Do you know you know Did someone for you, the endorphins. Do you know someone in 2016 actually killed themselves because they thought they lost hundreds of thousands of pounds so they threw themselves out a window because just because because their robin hood screen started to go red and because they they were losing money on it and they couldn't they couldn't actually rectify the situation there, and it and it was wrong and it was it was a wrong it was it was it was the way in which robin hood were manipulating the figures in front of them and actually there was a huge court case against yeah. them for that no that's the thing i
1: mean i d- I'm, I'm quite naive to that world i i don't trade in individual stocks Mm. Um, I, I, just, I just don't. I, I, I think it's a, it's a level of risk that I'm nowhere near educated
0: enough to do it. But I know a lot of people do. See, see, and- I don't. I think you're selling yourself short, actually, mate. Because I think there's the the trading in stocks. You don't actually have to be educated. It has that false pretense that you have to be it doesn't take a lot to really get into this stuff which is actually the crux of this argument it's that any joe blow basically just bought shares you know it's 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 the the wall street the the hedge funders and the people who short a lot of these things are banking on the fact that loads of people don't understand that world and therefore they won't do it so you know that it's that kind of thought process that you go actually it's not that it's not that unaccessible it's pretty accessible
1: yeah but there's still there's still much more risk to your capital doing that that way than say you know just investing in a general stocks and Mm. shares kind of sure 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 uh, investing in
0: the index fund basically of course of course yeah no that makes sense so wandavision episode four uh, now, what was the episode called? Because I remember reading the episode, the description. It was, "Oh, we interrupt this program." Yeah, we interrupt this program, which I thought was a brilliant title because obviously we we get sh- uh, we get an explanation for Sword. We we see Sword and we yep. see the 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 kind of what's happening in the outside world, and we understand now where WandaVision is set in the MCU timeline. Absolutely. Line. Now, I had
1: a big ha ha, I was
0: right moment about this. Where?
1: When? Because. Uh, for the first few episodes, we were theorizing about what's going to happen because this is this is such a good show for like what's going mm, on? What do mm, you think? What mm. do you think? What do you think? Type thing. And Ilham was very much of the impression that this uh, was taking place at some other point in the MCU timeline, so sure. before before Endgame, possibly before before Infinity War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas I I was very much of the impression that it was chronological Post. it was chronological yeah, yeah. so yeah, after yeah. endgame and yeah. it was a figment of wanda's imagination
0: yeah and and i think the figment of imagination was something that i've always thought was there i think i maybe didn't realize that it was actually a full town that she's imagining yeah um i also like the reveal i mean so spoilers uh for everyone obviously we are now in spoilers but spoilers to the fact that i like it that she's kind of been painted as the villain so far yeah it's not um,
1: i i i think... I think that she doesn't really know. Mm-hmm. I think she deliberately. She's not an evil person. No, no, She's no. Not any... My my official prediction, mm-hmm. and I will I will dedicate this to the recording, mm-hmm. is that she deliberately created this as a coping mechanism escapism coping mechanism yeah, yeah, yeah. when she when she was brought back yeah. and then it just she got lost in it and it got out of control well i and think now she, and now she doesn't know what's what
0: and i think the example of it was the kind of shock reveal of vision the dead vision's actually dead oh, yeah. and that was creepy and actually was
1: really creepy
0: and actually a number of uh there was a number of podcasts i was listening to a podcast recently who were kind of talking about this and they theorized that actually yes this was all maybe taking place in wanda's home in new jersey and vision was just dead in the basement um oh but, god but, yeah, that's dark <clears throat> exactly but, but you got to think like vision she's probably just moving that dead body around like a puppet with her, her mind suppose, powers.
1: I suppose the body would have just stayed there, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Throughout the whole thing. So yeah. yeah, it's interesting.
0: And 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 I and I I like it. I mean, that's a dark element to it. And it it's is good. A dark, it is a dark element, but I just love the fact
1: that we're getting more of the jigsaw. This is the, this I was th- sitting there thinking, I love the mystery, the mystery box aspect of it. This is the pacing that lost should have been.
0: Mm. Mm. Yeah, because yeah, lost yeah.
1: went for fucking 10 years or however long it was and you got about 10 seconds of mystery per episode yeah that's um, just to give you that little bit of rush Uh just to let you know oh no we haven't forgotten about this bigger thing that's going on whereas this is pretty much
0: all that it's a good it's a good formula isn't it it's a good formula a bit of mystery bit of mystery a bit of mystery and then a little nice reveal that keeps you satisfied obviously there's a lot of stuff we still don't know yeah Um, definitely do you want to talk a little bit about Randall Parks, Agent Wu? I even have Wu written down in my thing. I don't know why I keep saying that. Agent Jimmy, Wu, Ch- you were shopping for shoes the other day. That's why. Do you know? Uh, do you know what I really like? What's that? Is I love the callback. How he's learnt the card trick. Did you notice that? You know when he brought his when he first introduced Wu on the screen and he met um, Maria Ramble, which I love as well. I love that she's in this he flicked the card out like he remember how uh how scott lang taught him how uh, to do it
1: i didn't i didn't i didn't clock that oh, well i done. picked it up instantly well i was like
0: done. the way he flicked that out, i was like that's awesome that's a really good callback that's um, great and then we also had kat dennings um as darcy lewis the worst character in the mcu yeah i i, I wouldn't disagree with you on that i hate her she's why her quite annoying <laughs> oh she's insufferable on the screen she's she insufferable in that oh it really i i tell you what i i, I really hope she gets flung through a fucking wall i, I cannot stand her she's <laughs> so insufferable she is um but i but i really liked monica ramble i love the casting i love that everything around her as a so, role i think it's a really good have you role got any her. background about the character is this a is this a comic book thing who monica ramble yeah no, I mean Monica Ram Monica Rambeau basically is Maria Rambeau's daughter in both the films and and in both the uh like obviously the MCU. But she she was basically now she was a superpowered being. Um, I can't remember the her actual name. She does. It, it, if you read the uh, subtitles, they kind of they say her superhero name. Right. Um, and I can't actually remember what it is off the top of my head. But no, she she is a character. She's um. I didn't know she was affiliated with Sword, and I think that's something that that's not in the comics. Yeah. Um, so I think that's something specifically from the MCU. Uh, but but no, I think I think we, we we really have actually what I think is the the main protagonist from this, uh, which I never thought would be the case. I didn't think that she would be the protagonist and Wanda potentially be the antagonist of it. And I and I like that. I think yeah, that's a really nice although, twist.
1: Although uh, unwittingly, I think I unwittingly, feel, I feel, of I, course, yeah, yeah, I don't think she's gone completely off the rails. Oh, I don't know. We'll,
0: we'll find out. Well, we will have to wait and see. We will. until then, mate, what do they have to do now? got to get yourselves onto the Apple Podcast app. Check us out
1: there. Give us a five-star rating. Leave us a review. If you don't want to leave us a review, you can tell us your favourite movie. You can tell us your favourite movie soundtrack. All of the above. You can also find us on Spotify and lots and lots of other
0: platforms that Mm -hmm. host podcasts. And if you want to get in touch with the show, we have an email address as well. You can find us at motionspod at gmail.com and we're on the gram. So we're there if you want to hit us up.
1: Yeah, we are. We are indeed. (laughs) Hit us up. (laughs) You're
0: really big on social media.
1: We also want to give a really big shout out to the lovely designer of of our new rebranding, KTC Graphic Design. You can see her Mm -hmm. stuff on Instagram. She's got a lovely Etsy it's all linked to the bottom yeah at Etsy the shop bottom. where you can get prints from movies and things
0: like that she's releasing new stuff all the time check it out now next week we did tease last week that we've got a special surprise coming this week and obviously we don't it's been said since Billy <laughs> that wasn't the special that surprise that wasn't the special surprise but next week we do have a really big surprise so we do hope you'll tune in next week and enjoy the show uh, just as much as you've enjoyed this week but until then thank you very very much for listening bye now guys alright guys ta
1: ta